1: Get iXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when they sign up today at iXL.com audio. Visit iXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
0: Laker fans, I've never seen a group of people. Feeling so confident in a loss. I've never seen it. I have never seen an entire group on Twitter. Say. After a team. At home wins that game. That that team that just won the game. Is cooked. I've never seen that before. But that's where we're at. Nuggets are up 1-0. But apparently the Lakers have figured some shit out. Apparently. This. This like. Co- the Kobe stopper, you know, remember when Ruben Patterson was the Kobe stopper back in the day? Like, apparently, the Lakers have a, a Joker stopper, and they just—he's just been waiting in the wings, just sitting on the bench, waiting uh, to to showcase his superhuman talents of stopping Jokic, stopping not just Jokic but the entire Denver Nuggets offense comes to a screeching halt when Rui Hachimura is on Jokic. Apparently that's where we're at because um for the let's check the notes it was 10 trips down the floor Rui Hachimura pretty large like very large sample size according to NBA Twitter uh 10 trips down the floor where Rui was on Jokic and the Nuggets only scored 6 points apparently they figured something out now uh L.A. fans, you know how they are, gold stars, participation trophies, going to the beach, surfboards. Uh, That is what they're doing with their game one loss, which is weird um, because Michael Malone noted in his postgame presser that Denver ended up winning the game when Jokic put up just a measly stat sheet of uh, 34 points, 21 rebounds, and 14 assists with two blocks. He missed five shots. They figured him out. It's over. It's over for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, at one point, the Nuggets had a 20-point lead. So, like I said, they feel that the Rui Hachimura adjustment is uh, what changed the dynamic of the game. The game got tight. Uh, they were free-safetying Anthony Davis, not letting anybody go into the paint, made it look crowded. Anthony Davis was a block monster. But let's be honest. Can we just be, let's put the jokes aside for a second? Rui Hachimura went away from the Washington Wizards for an indefinite period of time because he wasn't focused. There were things happening inside of him and inside of his life and inside of his brain where basketball was not front of mind. Rui Hachimura is not the most locked-in human being for a full 48 minutes. Rui Hachimura, you're not going to be able to put him on Jokic for the entire game for the next presumably four We'll just say you win four games, the next four that the Lakers win. We'll just say, I'm very optimistically, you're not going to be able to put Rui Hachimura on Jokic that entire time. He will be in trouble, trouble. You put Rui in pick and roll, see what happens, right in the beginning of the game. Rui's might start tonight. We'll see what happens. Jamal Murray, Jokic, pick and roll, barbecue chicken on a hibachi grill. Like, what's going to happen? Jokic will pick him apart. It's really just a matter to me of whether Denver can play defense. For the full game. When they play defense they get stops, they create turnovers they go out into transition, they look very fast, they look very athletic when they don't do that, they look very slow because the Lakers are defensive I mean it's very simple. Defense set very hard to score. Defense not ha- set very easy to score. I know this sounds like, um, like a very simple game but in a lot of ways it is there's no way that the Lakers should feel that game one was a victory at all in fact, you might feel that it was a demoralizing loss because you could have stole one. You had the opportunity. You were down three in the fourth quarter. But don't take my word for it. Uh, take it from Coach Malone. See what he had to say. There's this kind of discussion being based that, like, even though the Lakers lost, you know, they're walking out of here last night, like, they think they've got something. I'll bet you every red penny I have that Darvin Ham would rather be up 1-0 than down 0. Yeah, I mean, what does that even mean? Like, what are we even talking about? Michael Malone is having none of this. You guys figured some things out. Uh, You guys have won something. Like, we'll see how the Lakers respond tonight. Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Lakers will win game two. Maybe maybe Rui is the Jokic stopper. Two-time MVP. Getting stopped by our man, Rui Hachimura. Uh, while it lasted, the hope, the dreams, the imagination, all the like the season tickets I was gonna buy. Uh, I was moving. I was gonna move to Portland, cover Wembayama full time. What is it? 10, 1080 The fan. It's an Odyssey station. They'd have me. I'm sure. I could maybe get transferred. Cover Wembenyama. I was ready to party like it was 2007 all over again. Brandon Roy was the uh, good luck mascot. Uh, The last time he was the good luck mascot, we got the number one overall pick when I think we had like a 4% chance of getting it. We had a 10.5% chance as Blazers, and things looked good. We rolled into the top four. My heart was fluttering. Houston got the number four spot, and I said, this is fucking it. Yes, Detroit five, Houston four. We've moved up at least two spots. Why not one? Why not move up another one? Why not move up? And then... We got the three spot, and I, and I knew it was over. My soul immediately left my body and looked at me from above, and I realized Portland's trading this pick. That's what's happening. This pick is not even any value. Don't even look at athletic. Don't look at the scouting reports of any of these young kids. They do not concern you. You are married to Damian Lillard, and what Damian Lillard wants is outside of Victor Wamiyama, you do not get any more young kids. They do not exist in your mind. In fact, start looking at your own roster say, well, kids can go. There's more kids on the current roster that can go. Uh, I thought it was funny, though, when Victor Wambayama saw, first and foremost, he saw Houston get the four spot, and they cut to him immediately. Apparently, Victor Wambayama also did not want to go to Houston. Shocking. Shocking, I know, that he would not want to go to a team uh, with a bunch of chuckers on it, a bunch of lottery picks and when they won, like, what, 22 games or whatever it was, and a new head coach that's got all kinds of misconduct allegations in a city full of temptations and he's, by the way, French. I don't know if that was a great fit. So uh, Jabari Smith quote tweeted it and uh, with the little emoji of taking uh, notes. Okay, Jabari, you go ahead and take those notes, baby boy. What you need to do is t- take notes and give them to your teammates so they can get you the fucking ball when you're open underneath the rim. Um... So, poor Charlotte. They end up with the second overall pick. And now they've got to worry about what they're going to do. Because are they going to take Scoot Henderson? Who would probably not pair great with their other point guard of the future, LaMelo Ball. Um, Are they going to take Brandon Miller? Who, by the way, Brandon Miller, according to Zach Lowe today, looks horrible. He's out of shape. Like, I thought it was like, oh, like Brandon Miller... Not in good shape, meaning, like, mentally. Like, yeah, no shit. He's been going through a lot. No, like, he's physically not been working out. Like, just not in shape. Been drinking sodas and eating bonbons and Cheetos and chilling on his couch. Playing Call of Duty, according to Zach Lowe. Also, Brandon Miller, um, not been doing great in the interview process either, which does not shock me. Uh, considering all of the things that have gone down recently. So that's bad. Uh, what Charlotte is going to do is a big off-season story. We know Victor will be a spur. Pop is probably going to be continuing to coach until he gets his Joe Paterno on, like straight from the court to the grave type stuff for, for him. I know that's morbid, but literally like they're going to have to drag him up out of there. Uh, and now we've got to figure out the biggest story for the next generation of the NBA. The hype is that big for Victor. We've been talking about him for it feels like two years now. His hype is so big that you have Chris Broussard saying, "If he's if he turns into Hakeem, he's a bust." That's where we're at. That's how big guy. That's an insane statement. Uh, Hakeem fucking Elijah Juan, NBA champion twice, twelve time All NBA, twelve time All Star. That guy. If he turns into that guy, he will be a bust. Get out of here. Um, So let's just credit the Spurs for being the luckiest organization in the NBA. They were so lucky they would have won it like four times. They won the lottery multiple times. Fred Katz was in the lottery draw room and tweeted that the Spurs didn't just win the number one overall pick. Their number got drawn twice more. It was written. The script had been determined. It was always the Spurs. It was never anyone else. In fact, that the Blazers somehow would have gotten quote-unquote, lucky. They wouldn't have gotten lucky. Victor Wamiyama wouldn't have gotten lucky. Us NBA fans wouldn't have gotten lucky because Victor Wamiyama would have been some version, some combination between Sam Bowie and Greg Oden. Probably multiple micro-fractures in his shins. Probably never seen after 43 games, and Scoot Henderson would be the next Michael Jordan. That would be what would happen, of course, if Blazers got the number one overall pick. So... Spurs, last time they had the number one overall pick in both years, they won 56 games the next year. That's the best record in the lottery era for a team with the number one pick. They're going to be a lot better, probably not winning 56 games, but, man, this could not have worked out better for the NBA, for the Spurs, for... Yeah, I mean, like, listen, San Antonio and and France go go together like Joe Missoula and never calling timeouts. Like, that's just... It's just written. Like, you got... Boris Diaw, you've got Tony Parker. Like the entire country of France was rooting for Victor to go to San Antonio. Uh, this is what he said, Victor. There's a special relationship between France and the Spurs because of Tony Parker and Boris Diaw. I know half the country, maybe if not the whole country, wanted the Spurs to have the number one overall pick. And before you say, well, Trista, this is a Patrick Ewing situation, um, sometimes shit just happens for a reason. Like I said. If it wasn't Portland, I wanted him to be in San Antonio, another big man, transcendent big man, going to the Spurs, playing underneath pop, and probably playing the most boring brand of basketball you've ever seen.